0: If you were to treat your relationship with yourself as you would a relationship with a respected friend, how would you show up differently? Hey, I'm Chelsea. I'm a professional mentor and coach And I believe that your biggest goals and your wildest dreams can come true through small and simple changes. Follow along and let me show you how you can grow by degree. Hello, my friends. I am... Enjoying this amazing week in some beautiful weather. We've been outside nonstop for the past couple of days, just coming into work because I complained so much <laughs> about being cold that I. I feel like I have to go outside (laughs) uh, because I've been anticipating the warm weather for quite some time. So I'm so happy it's here finally and just soaking it all in. It's amazing. There is a lot to unpack with today's topic and I want to start off by asking you if you think self-confidence is a trait that you're born with or is it a skill that you could learn what do you think that it is i'll tell you most of my life i believed it was probably both but mostly a trait i believe that some people's personalities just fit better with confidence for example people who felt comfortable getting in front of a big crowd people who were comfortable introducing themselves to new people and new, uh, new opportunities, people who were, who knew what they wanted to do with their lives. I always associated that with self-confidence and those are things that didn't ever really come naturally for me. So, um, so I for a long time believed that It was mostly a trait that you were born with. Now, it wasn't until a couple years ago that I started to realize that in so many ways, self confidence can actually be built (laughs) inside of you. You can create that for yourself. And uh, I kind of started dabbling a couple years ago with thinking differently about myself, uh, being kinder to myself, using a kinder inner voice as uh, as I um, navigated new challenges and new situations. And uh, that helped increase my self-confidence. But not too long ago, I heard a podcast with an amazing definition of self-confidence that just Totally revolutionized how I've been thinking about this. So, the definition is self confidence is a feeling of trust in your abilities, qualities, and judgment. I just want that to sink in. Self confidence is a feeling of trust in your abilities, qualities, and judgment. I love this definition of self-confidence, and it revolutionized how I think of it, and uh, I've grown leaps and bounds in this area since really diving into it, (laughs) into some different ways to think about self-confidence. So if you are a person who maybe feels like self-confidence doesn't come naturally to you, and this is something that you want to build, or maybe self-confidence does come naturally to you, but you want to figure out how you can utilize it more and strengthen it, then listen up, because I have some ideas, some actionable items that you can take away from this episode to apply into your life today. So I want to break down this definition a little bit more, and I want to talk about trust, Trust is a feeling that is caused by a sentence in, in our brains or a thought that we have. And when I think of trust, it really helps me to think of it in an external relationship. So I think of relationships that I have in my life and uh, those that I trust and kind of think of what they do and how I show up in that relationship that creates that trust. And then I'm gonna take those same things and apply it to my own relationship with myself. So sometimes it really helps me to think of the relationship I have with myself as an external relationship. I will kind of imagine me talking to me. <laughs> and it uh, it actually really really helps me visualize and lock in some of these concepts that seem so natural and normal in an external relationship but kind of abstract in an internal relationship. So when I think of trust in re- like in the realm of relationships, it actually becomes a little bit more easy for me to understand and apply. Um, And then again, breaking my own self into two people interacting with each other actually really helps me apply those same principles. So, before we dive in to what makes a person trustworthy, I want to preface by saying actually, a person doesn't have to be trustworthy for you to trust them. And this This concept I kind of struggled with at first uh, because I I had experienced some betrayal trauma that made this very difficult for me to comprehend, (laughs) but actually practicing it helped me a ton. So first and foremost, you could actually just decide to give trust like a gift. Uh, And the reason why I struggled with this for a little bit was because it felt naive, because it felt really important for me to be right and correct. But in actuality, it just, until I did that, I was just frustrated. (laughs) And giving that trust as a gift, even, even if maybe that person may not have been deserving of it actually freed my mind up to work and think on so many other things. So deciding to do that intentionally with another person, uh, it required some courage and and honestly uh, bravery because I did not know what I was going to get into emotionally by doing that. However, it did wonders for my relationship with that person. And so I've been applying that to myself. I don't actually have to do anything differently to trust myself. I could just decide to do that. But like I said, that can be difficult. (laughs) So if you want to start doing things to help you trust yourself some more, I want to talk about some of those too. So then we ask ourselves, what makes a person worthy of trust? What, what makes what makes you worthy of your own trust? Well, typically trust occurs when people act and do things the way that they say that they will. Uh, and nobody likes to be blindsided by that. Nobody likes to have a friend that doesn't do what they say that they're going to do. You start to lose trust in that person, right? I I want you to apply this to yourself and ask yourself if you ever do anything like this okay it's time to set a goal you set the goal and the goal is that you are going to go to yoga class on Wednesday at 10 and you registered for the class and you are going to go and it doesn't matter that you've registered you know three times before and you just couldn't make it and you have it on your calendar and you are going to go Tuesday night, you set your yoga clothes out so in the morning you could do it. And in the morning you do the whole morning routine with your family. Maybe it's dropping kids off at school, making breakfast, and you're just so done. And 9.30 rolls around and you are just sitting, (laughs) scrolling through your phone and just kind of dreading doing that hour long yoga class that you put so much effort into setting yourself up for success to complete and you know you're kind of just dreading it and you don't really want to go and then 9 45 comes along and you're like oh man I'm so tired I'm so tired I don't think I can make it and then 10 o'clock happens and you don't go to that yoga class in fact you go to um sip it instead (laughs) get yourself a large diet coke. Okay my best guess is after that you don't feel so good. You kind of feel crappy and icky and maybe judging yourself and um, all the shame that's associated with what you've done because it feels like some big moral issue that you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Now I want you to imagine you were actually going to meet a friend there and that friend was just so nice to you. That friend just like was someone that you really liked to be around and they they were so excited for you to come and they invited you to be there and they texted you the day before and they were like I'm so excited to see you there. I'm so excited to do yoga with you tomorrow at 10 and so let's say that friend is going to meet you there. Tell me would you go If this is a friend that you love and respect, would you go? Or would you, like, just decide not to? And, uh, like, very last minute. (laughs) And not do the thing that you said you would do. My guess is you probably would be more inclined to go. If you were meeting someone there that you respect. Because you want to show up for them. You want to show up as a good friend for them. Because you value that relationship. Now... Why is it that we are so willing to be that person for another human being, but not willing to be that person for us? If you were to treat your relationship with yourself as you would a relationship with a respected friend, how would you show up differently? This is such a magical way to think of trust and trusting in yourself and building this self-confidence in that way because when we start to behave in the way that we say that we will for ourselves, we start to realize that we actually are trustworthy people and we actually do what we say we're going to do. So now it's all about how do we want to measure that? Let's say you're like, okay, Chelsea, I'm on board. But like, I'm kind of nervous that if I sign up for that hour and a half long yoga class, like I'm going to bail because I don't actually really think that I can do it. I'm nervous I'm going to fall into those patterns really quickly. My suggestion and something that I've been working on is setting a a smaller goal. Something that you know that you're going to do. Something that you believe and already trust that you can do. And it just feels like less of a hassle. So, um, uh, January, <laughs> I set the goal to exercise every single day, every single work day. So, um, I And for me, work days is there all the weekdays. So my goal was 10 minutes. And I'm not going to the gym. I have a gym pass, but I just don't go to the gym because it's too much of a hassle. It had to be something that I could do quickly without thinking of it. And so I wake up early when I'm still kind of groggy and not even giving myself some time to like question if I want to do it or not and I work out and I started doing 10 minutes. And I did 10 minutes every single weekday in January. And I did 10 minutes every single weekday in February. And in March I bumped that up to 15 minutes. And I did 15 minutes of working out every single weekday in March. And then I did the same thing in April. I have not missed a day. It's currently the beginning of May and I haven't missed a single day. Honestly, I feel like I've only given this goal minimal effort, (laughs) but the rewards have been great because I've built this relationship of trust in myself and my abilities. I know that I'm just going to do it in the morning. I know that even if I don't feel like it, I'm actually just going to do it anyway. Even if it's just stretching that morning, (laughs) that counts for me. I know that I can do what I say that I'm going to do. And what's amazing is that belief in myself, I'm seeing it carry over to other things. I don't just believe that I can work out every weekday. I believe that, but that's not it. It doesn't stop there. I believe that I can do the things that I say that I will. And with that belief, I've developed and strengthened my confidence in myself because I trust my abilities to do that. So what happens if I wake up tomorrow morning and I don't exercise? Well, I guess I could shame myself and judge myself. But I see no upside to that. There is no benefit to shaming myself absolutely nothing all of my relationships where I trust that other person wholeheartedly have one thing in common and that is that person's willingness and ability to make decent repair because the truth is we are all human And whether it's a relationship with ourselves or a relationship with somebody else, we make mistakes. And that is okay. Actually, you can have a high tolerance for mistakes and still have a very trusting relationship. It's true, honest, genuine, kind repair that builds that trust and keeps it afloat. It's the ultimate safety net. And when that trust is violated, when you don't do what you say you're going to do, the moments after count the absolute most in maintaining and establishing a really strong trusting relationship with yourself, which results in high self-confidence. It sounds a little bit like this. And I like to put my hand over my heart and say, hey Chelsea, we didn't really show up the way that we were hoping or needing to show up in that moment, it's okay. You are worthy of love just for existing. You're enough as you are and you have everything it takes to make this right and move forward. Building a trusting relationship with myself has done more for my self-confidence than anything before. Before, I used to try it on like somebody else's clothes, and I was uncomfortable, and people could tell. I changed my actions to kind of act a little more confident, and I felt like I was always balancing between being too humble or hard on myself kind of self-defeating, or having too much of an ego because I felt like in order for me to feel good about myself, I had to be better than somebody else. Confidence has nothing to do with any other person. There's no comparison involved there. It's just you trusting in yourself. And the most effective way for me to build my self-confidence as a person who doesn't naturally come to it was building that strong, trusting relationship with myself. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe if you would like to hear more. And you can find me on Instagram at growbydegree. Take care.